Today on Get Vertical Gal Police, you probably know that we're in the middle of the Tradition Series, and this week's sermon topic was Choosing Humility for Spiritual Transformation. Pastor John and myself take a deeper dive and a good look at even ourselves and our intentions in this area. Humility is something that I think we all struggle with, but it's so important to our spiritual transformation. Both of us have dealt with putting aside pride and choosing humility to actually grow in our walks with the Lord. I think you'll really enjoy this chat. Thanks for joining us. All right. I am so excited to be back on the podcast. We're, this is number five in our chat, um, but we're talking about the third sermon in the series um, on traditions. And the title of the sermon is Choosing Humility for Spiritual Transformation. That's, I mean, humility is absolutely the secret. And as one that has, you know, dare I say, been on stage, uh, more so than probably anyone in this room, and probably recorded more. I mean, how many albums do you have now, Rook? (laughs) Yeah, some three and three. A Christmas one or something. No. She's she's putting <laughs> out a rap. Yeah. She, Brooke's gonna put out a rap video. Yeah, I do have a rap. Thank you. <laughs> I, I I've heard of this it. infamous rap. Yes. yes. So as one who uh, has been on stage a lot, and you know, um, you understand that humility is something that is a real struggle, just because, in the sense of any time that we get praise or any time that someone alludes that we're doing something better than someone else, mm-hmm. it's so natural to the human heart to gravitate to, no, I got it together. Yeah. And so how is the, how do you handle that uh, would be a really good mm-hmm. way to start off this podcast. I think that it's in the title here. It's a choice, like choosing humility, because you're right. Like it, it you are pulled to, or you want to know, like afterwards, someone say like, oh, that was really great or God really spoke to me through that song or that thing that you said. And so, and you have this tendency to be like, I want to give God the praise, but I want people to tell me that it was good. Yeah. And so you're like, ah, um, but you do have to choose it. It is a choice. Well, I think that faithful ministering has to be the priority over giftedness. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was reading, um, I can't even think what I was reading the other day, but it had uh, a story by Charles Spurgeon he came down off the, the pulpit and someone's bragging on him and said, yeah, Satan told me that as I was walking down. <laughs> and so he was, yeah. you know, he, he really fought against this whole, you know, hierarchy of I'm better than, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So pride is a pride. You know, when you look in the Christian life, pride is adversarial. You know, it, it, it's mm-hmm. everything that Christ is not. Right. And really, that I think that's what got, you know, Satan into trouble. You know, really was one. Yeah, he looked up the throne and said, "I deserve." Yeah, right. So I think it even goes back to that, and we think a lot about worship leading and being on stage. Like that's a, an area that is can be hit hard because of that. Like, well, we how long this. have you been? How long have you been singing in front of people? That yeah, since I was three. Three years old. See, yeah. I've been. Uh, my dad is a pastor, so uh, I started teaching the Bible when I was sixteen. So I have twenty years of, right. you know. Um, teaching and preaching God's word and leading. So even I was leading ministries and even before that I was kind of a leader around. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about you, but for me now, like there has been a shift in me to where I really do have, and I've seen this in you though, too, recently, like there is the shift of, there's a joy in seeing someone else do what you know they can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, 
it doesn't have to, I, th- I think leadership, uh, and th- this is probably not the podcast for that, maybe a later sermon series, but, you know, there's so much joy in seeing someone take off. I think that when you're younger, you're trying to figure out if that is what you're called to do mm-hmm. and you want to do it well. And then your youthfulness, your inexperience. And, you know, honestly, I don't know if it was in your life, but n- not a lot of firm discipleship is more like like someone throwing eggs, you know, just across, you're trying to hit a barn, you know what I mean? Like kids out throwing an egg in a house. But, um, but when you have direct discipleship, then you have guys say, no, not this, but this. And, uh, I never had that prolonged discipleship. And, um, that's why I value, you know, what we are as a church and what we have, even our church planting network that we have people that's really there. They look into your internet usage. They look into, they ask how your heart's doing. We pray together. Um, it's just really valuable to have people looking at your pride, looking at your humility, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and and questioning the mm-hmm. content of your heart. Which that's actually leads into the story that we're right. talking about. The two individuals yes. that went to the temple to pray, mm-hmm. and uh, one came down um, justified, and one came down in his pride. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, looking just at even the definition, humility is the placing yourself under God, allowing him to have spiritual authority during spiritual moments for spiritual purposes. And I think, you know, looking at that, it's, that's really a matter of lordship. Yeah. When I, when I uh, made that definition, um, I really, I have a hard time, you know, some people don't think that Sometimes people look at someone that talks a lot and they don't think that's humility. I I don't, I really try to challenge people on this point. There's a difference between meekness and humility. Mm -hmm. Humility is using your gifts for the glory of God. Um, Humility is trusting him. So you could be a type A extrovert. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be, um, you can talk a lot. You can be in, in, on the stage and be the most humble person. Right. Moses, you know, was extremely, he was in front of everyone right. and, and he had this anger towards, um, of, of when people would look at God and, and, you know, disobey and disrespect God. And yet he was considered by God, the most humble man. So I think humility isn't if I'm, you understand where I'm going. Yeah, like it's this? not like if you're up front or if you're taking yeah. over a room, that doesn't equal that you're prideful necessarily. Right, and I had, you know, I had some people around me when I was younger in ministry, and I really struggled with this. You know, oh, John, you're prideful, and you know, my heart, like I wasn't trying to glorify myself, mm-hmm. and uh, it just took me really years to figure that out. It's okay, because it, what that can do is cause you to back in, back up during your gifts. Mm-hmm. And so the way I use my gifts now, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, in front type of guy in my leadership. And, um, and I, and I think that I've really learned no <laughs> humility is trusting your gifts to the Lord right. and, and trusting the outcome to the Lord mm-hmm. and trusting the quality to the Lord, mm-hmm. not, not on me or my ability, right. but really doing my best, um, which is a faith thing, doing my best for the glory of God. That's a faith and honor thing, but Trusting it to the Lord is um, humility. So I, I don't know if that sparks anything with you. Yeah, which is really like point number one is humility ditches ego. So it doesn't have to be about me. It doesn't have to be about me being great. Or And, and I think you'll hear a lot like, oh, well, that person's arrogant or they must think a lot of themselves. Yeah. But that's not true. Like, I mean, 
it's about reflecting Christ. And re- I think it's confidence. It's being confident in the call that God has on your life. I don't know if I ever really had a lot of confidence in my ability. Right. But I think I've had a lot of confidence in thus does the Lord when the yeah. Bible says it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that call- comes across brash. But, you know, to me, I'm like, no, this is faith. This is the Lord's word. And, this, you know, this is how we're supposed to live. So. Mm-hmm. I see compelling. Um, I try to be compelling. I try to uh, challenge, but I'm not trying to stand up saying, look at John Mm Mollahan, he's awesome. And Mm -hmm. I I think that I had my mom and dad being um, the way that they are really taught me at a young age that that it's the Lord who does the work. So ego is just, uh, I think that you talk about Satan, you know, he's a beautiful angel Mm -hmm. named Lucifer, and he wanted people to look at him. Right. And, and I don't know, you are a little bit more extroverted than I am, but uh, for me, you know, when I sit in the congregation, I'd rather be in the back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know I'm much more introverted than, than I seem mm-hmm. uh, leadership. Would you agree with that, Dustin? Yep. He's shaking his head, yeah. yes. So I need my office time. I need mm-hmm. quiet time. I need mm-hmm. to shut off my phone and meditate and think. And uh, I can't just be people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to have my cave, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mentality. <laughs> yeah. Get a recharge. Um, which is actually something that I admire though, uh, not to be prideful towards you, but is that you do, when people need the Lord though, you're there. You're like, even though I really need this time, you're yeah. there. And that's what has revealed like your heart to me. Like I know that you love the Lord and you love people. So. Yeah. I think that, um, when you look at humility, humility isn't I need to be quiet. Um, humility is going full out, saying, no, Jesus is the way. I think, think about humility is someone might think that you're being brash if you're saying, you know, homosexuality is a sin, or you might be brash when you say your sin will lead to hell. But actually, I think that's great humility because mm-hmm. you're, you're really trying to bring them to the Lord despite what that person will think of you. So, you know, mm-hmm. I have full confidence in the Lord's word in spite of confidence in myself. And so, therefore, I think boldness comes actually out of humility. So one of the things I pray in the Acts prayer model, which we have talked mm-hmm. before, is uh, that God would give me boldness. So it, so I come to the Lord in humility saying, God, yeah. I need this because it's not the natural position of my heart right. um, to be bold. I'm, you know, I'm a lot more um, just... Reserved. Yeah, yeah. Let them mm-hmm. let them live their own life mm-hmm. type, and, and and really that's not honoring the Lord because the Lord was a preacher, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and like the prophet, like the truth telling, right? You know, proclaiming God's truth, which leads to kindness, which leads to repentance. Well, I would think that since the um, launch of Vertical Church Gal Police, I've actually, um, tr- I I've really I can almost market my life where where uh, bold and truthness has grown mm-hmm. year after year after year, mm-hmm. where I'm more firm. I, I don't like putting up with poor leadership or I don't like putting up with, you know, I, I see truth very clear the older mm-hmm. I get. And I think that actually comes through having a humility of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about humility, it has to begin with ditching the ego. How do you ditch the ego? Well, you come humbly to the Lord in prayer. You come humbly to the Lord in the word. And I think that's that's the basis of all that. So, mm-hmm. so we get into, uh, we're talking about the story in Luke and um, I think it's kind of funny, right? The prayer is like, God, I thank you that I am not like these other men. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Like it's just one of those moments where you're like, I would never be like that. 
but I bet we are. Bet, right I bet though, I, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but then it goes on here to like, I was thinking about God needs nothing from us. Right. Right. You go into who can give God. Well, that's what ego is all about, right? Right. I can give God or God needs me or look what I can do on the stage mm-hmm. or my job or whatever. And at the end of the day, it's called a seity. Uh, God needs nothing, nothing. He doesn't need your opinion. He doesn't need your weightlifting ability. He doesn't need your your sass. Yeah. You add. You can't add any amount of information to the Lord. Right. Yeah. I don't, I think like to to put yourself there is like super prideful place to be. I mean, to say that I could give anything to God or add anything to um, who He is. I mean, He is. I am. Well, I mean, you know, we the Lord just keeps on drawing extremely gifted people, which blows my mind. But, you know, um, probably in the beginning of our core team, I could probably ink, like I could probably just like kind of sneak on the worship team, but there's no way I can even, I can't add anything to the worship team. And that's the same idea when we can't add anything to the Lord. You know, I have no ability. I can't play the piano better than anyone on our team. I can't play the drums, can't play the guitar. I can't sing, you know, so there's nothing I can add to our worship team, but that's the same thing. The reason why we can ditch our ego is because I'm not adding anything to the Lord. It's only by his power, his spirit, that anything is accomplished mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. It's so awesome to see. I, I was like blown away at the women's retreat. We just got back from that and um, it was a great time. And just watching women of vertical who are, there's phenomenal. Right. And I just looked around the room and I thought there's actually like, plenty more women that we could have gone deeper into to they can do it next time like right. there's so many women who have so much to offer and you're talking about the worship team and so just watching people in their callings and their giftings confidently with this humility just offering to the lord so i think that is humility does offer the spiritual transformation which leads other people to also be transformed through the gospel well i think that when you look at other people dealing with their gifts, it's a humble thing to get up and to show Jesus. Here's what we have to understand about ego. Ego ditches things. Ego, um, it ditches uh, my importance. It, it, it ditches, uh, look at me. Mm-hmm. But but here's, here's the problem with ego is it measures. It measures how I'm doing, but it measures how others are doing. Yeah. And the problem with that is, is that's not our standard anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I, I hate to say that women get into this, but they do this comparison thing. And maybe you guys do too. You just Absolutely. don't talk about it as much. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, especially when you get into motherhood or, you know, it's like, Mainly this is how they do it. Yeah. You're all, yeah. You compare beards. That's right. <laughs> um, or, or coffee or, uh, yeah. Um, so I think, uh, women do this a lot where we are uh, comparing ourselves to how this mom does it or how this person does that thing. And mm. like you said, that's not even our standard. Um, our standard should be that of Christ, you know, and, and his word and what he has to say about well, things. Well, preachers really struggle with this too. I mean, yeah, I told someone the other day, I said, you know, I don't know another job uh, in the marketplace that that you're held to the standard. I mean, everyone listens mm. to sermons on Facebook and, right. uh, and a lot of those preachers, they're just speakers, you know, um, they, they pay someone, you know, so many dollars to help research. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's not even close to the same thing. They have teams around them, but, um, so, so you're listening to national gifted or international gifted speakers and you're trying to, you know, 
um, run with them and you, and you can't, you can't keep up because, you know, here, you're the one counseling or, or sweeping yeah. the floors. I mean, okay. think about the small church pa- or small rural church pastor mm-hmm. and thank goodness that we have people that do a lot of things that allow me to, um, to, uh, pursue, um, the, my job at vertical, but there's a lot of pastors. There's no way that they can spend, you know, the time in sermon prep and a lot of pastors look around, you know, um, over the other side of town and see a pastor, how they're doing their growth of their church. And they say, okay, God, um, what am I not doing? Mm-hmm. Or, or they have growth and they look at other preachers and say, well, what are you not doing? Right. And so I think it's actually, um, I think in worship pastors and pastors, it's actually a serious, serious thing to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. And another thing under the ego part is, that ego can fight against our spiritual growth. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think we should talk about that because that's something that I would say we deal with because we're just confident in this part of our life and we kind of push God out of it. Well, I mean, um, so the older I get, the more I try to defer to people that know better. Mm -hmm. And I'm not embarrassed to say that. I'm not embarrassed to say I don't know or um, that someone has a better idea or whatever. You know, we have guys in our church that that they do their thing and they do it far better than I can, and they've taken us farther than my ability. So, why not let them go? So, if I if my ego just keeps on ballooning up, then I don't have humility to go to Dustin or you on different things that you guys are gifted at, or you know, your husband mm-hmm. David, or even my wife. My wife is gifted at at um, uh, things specifically that I I'm not great at. So, if I, or Karen, I mean, think about Karen. She, she, she is a bulldog when it comes to getting things done. And, um, so, you know, you, you, uh, with ego, you know, you say, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. And, and you relinquish their gifts, but you also, you also, uh, are limited in yours. The second thing though, I think that with ego that hurts your walk is that you don't go to Christ. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I need any more commentary on that. Yeah. You know, I think that with brokenness and humility, you're going to go spend time in prayer. I mean, I, I read a study one time. This has probably been about five years now, uh, years ago now, Brooke. Uh, it was um, two minutes. Um, it was two minutes a day was the average time that a pastor prayed. Mm, I kind of remember hearing two this. minutes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that communicates I think you even said in a sermon once, like, would you be okay with that? Your pastor, knowing, yeah. Knowing that your pastor, I remember this. That was a hook. Yeah, because then I turned around and said, okay, so <laughs> you want your pastor to pray longer than two minutes. What about you? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's challenging. And it, we say here, right, that nothing of uh, significance happens apart from prayer. Eternal. Eternal Eter- significance. Yeah, eternal. But I do like that. Nothing significant happens apart from prayer. I True. like that, too. <laughs> A little bit shorter yeah. in size. Uh, you know, so I think pushing you to prayer, pushing you to um, find out what the heartbeat of God is on things, making sure that we're connected to him and not allowing ego to get in the way of that. Like, I've got this, God, or God's not concerned with this. Or, you know, if we don't take things to him, and so you're right, what happens is something really crushes you. Yeah. And then here you are. Okay, God, thank you for humbling me. How can we get out of this? What do you want to do in me? How are you refining me through this process? I think my struggle with ego would be on the quick. The, the quicker, the quicker the decision, probably the bigger the ego. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I can think and meditate, and then over time, I like to 
ask different people. So, I mean, I'm always asking people questions like, hey, what do you think of this? Or what do you think, if, you know, we did this? And that's when I think that humility comes in because then I'm going to be going to the Lord in prayer. But the quicker the decision or the quicker the reaction, probably, mm-hmm. sadly enough, is probably where I get in more trouble mm-hmm. when it comes to ego. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of this, we were chatting before we started recording. And you said, you know, what is it that's caused humility in you? And I told you my kids. Yeah. And uh, really, it was number three and four who came at once, which are my twin boys. And, you know, what happens significantly um, at, over time, every time, their messes pushed me to my knees, John. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, right? There was cereal spills. There was paint they spilled. They spilled a gallon of chocolate milk. Heating Every up. time I was on my knees cleaning yeah. up. And the Lord would just really, it was a moment of him saying like, you need me. And I've pushed you to your knees. Eli, our second child, he had colic real bad. Yeah. And uh, we didn't sleep for six months. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about bread. Like, Fun times. So Josh was <laughs> injured about that time. Um, so w- that's when you get broken. When, yeah. when you are to your limit. And it seems like it's always something we're not expecting that takes right. us to our limit. Uh-huh. Exactly. So uh, I just think that's a good example of seeing, like, notice, just challenge everyone that's listening. Like, notice where God is moving in your life because he's really pushing you to this place of needing him. You yeah. know, that's where humility happens. That's where the ego gets ditched. That's where we see transformation once again by choosing humility. If you don't choose it up front, he's going to help you choose it. <laughs> well, uh, Dustin, uh, I was telling you and Dustin earlier uh, after you gave that illustration of, you know, one of the things that speaking wise that the Lord is always <laughs> you know, put the thorn in my side was, you know, there's always a word in a sermon that I can't say. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I get around it. No one knows, but Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm there. I have to say the word or attempt Mm -hmm. it and it doesn't come out. And it's been, I think it's a gift from the Lord because it is embarrassing. It is, um, something that, you know, I say typically, Mm -hmm. you know, all the time. And then I get to this point in sermon. I don't know if it's what the deal is, but Mm -hmm. the Lord has given it to me to make sure that um, I'm I'm not great. <laughs> you realize he's like, you need me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and you're one of the people who keeps me and Dustin humble, we'll say, right? <laughs> and I mean, we have that relationship with you, though, because we know that you do appreciate our gifts. But you're a person who can say, really didn't take it there, Brooke. Like, didn't really give it your all. I know you had more in you. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then I smile and say, you are loved. <laughs> yeah. Right, Dustin? That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing like getting thrown under the the bus on your own podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it it is true. Like you know, I think that um, that. But I think that's still a humility thing. It's not like by pride. Mm-hmm. It's saying no. I your gifts. You, you yeah. have more in the tank, and that's not okay to the Lord. Right. You know? Yeah, I appreciate it. And I and I hope that there's people that you know uh, on my low days, like hey, listen, go get a go for a walk, and then mm-hmm. come back and take another swing. Let's let's give the Lord our best. And yeah. That's why I really like about vertical, though. This is going off the human. I think it's a humble thing, really, but I think that we really do try to push the envelope and do our best. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's, you know, we, we get the thing out the door, and but sometimes it's, you know, we are, you know, pushing the envelope yep. to our gifts and knock it out of the park. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, this has been a fun conversation, and I really love um, talking about. This was humbling. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like about telling people are humiliation. That's right. Thanks for listening to Get Vertical Gal Police. 
Now we want you to join the conversation. Is God transforming your life through his word? We would love to hear about it. Message us at info at verticalgodpolice.org and find us on social media by searching Vertical Church God Police. Join the conversation. You are loved.